This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. I'm saying that Abe Lincoln could dunk James Madison. Oh, okay. That's what you're telling me. Tell everybody in America, what's the name of that song? It's a hokey pokey. You're exactly right. hokey pokey. From Flatwoods, Kentucky. Garbanzo Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Trivia Friday here on American Family Radio. We are ready to go. We're locked and loaded. Loaded and locked. Uh, there are a lot of other expressions like that. We're sitting on go. Ed Battagliano joins me, Tim Wildman. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. You, you've got to actually add the locked part because if you get on the air and say, I'm loaded, <laughs> you've, you've got to have the locked part Does in that there. mean you got a lot of money or you've been, drink, well, you've been drinking a lot of alcohol? I was thinking drinking, but I guess it could be a lot of money. <laughs> J.J. Jasper, the pride of Owensboro, Kentucky, sits across the way from me. Great to be here. Guys, I, I just want to announce I got over my addiction to chocolate, marshmallows, and nuts. And I won't lie, it was a rocky road. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it, now a, I'm thinking about ice cream. It's a gift. Thank you, JJ. It is Rocky a gift. Roads. My Rocky wife says Roads. I can't turn it off. Actually, I tell you what, I found a new. Uh, well, it's not novel or new. It, uh, it's, uh, but it's an outstanding flavor of of. Uh, it's Oreo. Have you had the Oreo milkshake at Sonic? Yeah, you know what about I'm talking about. Ten years ago, when they came out with it. Yeah, I just discovered it. <laughs> hey, you know that was harsh. Yeah, no, I don't take offense. By the way, we just uh, landed a man on the moon. I discovered. <laughs> I was reading about this the other day. Did y'all know this? Or so some say. <laughs> I wonder if that's true or not. Is that true? Was it fake or false? All right, trivia. You've never, you've never had the Oreo cookie blast. Um, maybe a few, I don't know, but I had it the other day and it was, I'm not trying to, it was like, no, it was like a new, uh, just like discovering life all over again. I'm not really. trying to shake shame you. I was, I was just, you know, making a joke about yeah, it. That's we, okay. We, I, we, I'm not easily I went to Australia and I always bring the kids back some souvenirs. I brought one, a souvenir, uh, a boomerang, another child, you know, a shirt that's had Australia. And our oldest daughter, I saw a product. I said, how cool is that? You know, I know they don't have that in America. Yeah. And I got it. It was just a run of the mill. It's on every, at every checkout line. <laughs> yeah. And I've never seen it. She's like, really, dad? Really? <laughs> this one hey, you brought me brought from back Australia? Should have brought him back a koala bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have been kangaroo. something not, not every kid yeah. at school has. Yeah, you better bear. believe it. Or one of those boxing kangaroos. That's yes. what I was hoping to do, getting a match with one of those dudes. Trivia Friday it is on American Family Radio. We're going to ask you to call in and answer our trivia question questions uh you can answer one and ask us a trivia question that's how we play this game or that's how we have class here yes. on american family radio let me give the number for you to call and be on the air give the number and please only call if you haven't been on in two months like eight weeks because we have so many listeners we want to give as many new people an opportunity to be on the air with us and play trivia as possible here's the phone number 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero eight eight eight. Then you need to pause for about three seconds and then dial five eight nine eight eight four zero is your phone number. What uh what other ground rules do we have, Ed, here? Or what other announcements? 
Well, we uh, do have, uh, so if you want to watch us do this show, you uh-huh. want to watch us do radio, you can do that. You can. The miracle of technology, you can go to YouTube or Facebook, search for Today's Issues. That's normally the name of this program between 10 and 1130 Central Time. Click through Click and you can through. watch us do this radio show. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing right now, if you are online watching, is we are holding up the Trivia Friday Learning University t-shirt. Now, what's awesome about this show, there are many things, but mm-hmm. this is one of them, is that one of these questions, three from each of us, that's nine total, folks, for those of you who weren't good in math, one of those questions is a mystery question. If you answer it correctly, this is what you hear. Yes, beloved cowbell oh, will yeah. ring, ladies and gentlemen. What does that mean, JJ? That means you win yourself a Learning University T-shirt, the T-shirts that we're holding up on the air. Those of you that are watching, uh, by watching us do radio, you'll see where the expression came, you have a face for radio. <laughs> but we're holding up these great T-shirts. If you don't win one, uh-huh. you can go to afastore.net, afastore.net, purchase one for $15 plus shipping. It's T-shirt weather. It's a great conversation starter, and it helps the ministry as well. Learning University t-shirts are available at afastore.net, afastore.net. Buy yours today, $15. And then, uh, as, as Ed says, we got them on special. We got two for 30 two for $30 there. So hey, these are wildly popular. I get a chance to speak a lot, and almost always somebody will show up in a Learning University t-shirt. We've run out of these a couple of times, so no kidding. It's T-shirt weather. Check that out, afastore.net. But somebody, you have a chance to win one of these original nine questions. If you answer the mystery question, you're going to win yourself a Trivia Friday Learning University T-shirt. How fun will that be? Hey, they're made out of heavy cotton. Heavy cotton. (laughs) Huh? I'm looking here. Right. Right. Is that what it says? Yeah. Heavy cotton. Not light cotton. No. Huh? You don't want to wear a T-shirt made out of you light want, cotton. You want you want heavy cotton. All right, what are your questions, Ed? I will thank you for asking. Dish Tim. them out. Yes, here are my here are my three questions. You loaded? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm loaded. All right, first question: What city is called the City of Lights? The City of or, Lights or City of Light? Yes, there They're is, on, on around the world. It's a it's a world renowned city. What city is called the City of Light or Lights? Second question. In 1518, hundreds of people in a city of France danced for days without being able to stop in what was called the Dancing Plague. Is that true or false? Mm. Third question. Mm, I hope not. (laughs) Third question. In miles, how far away is one light year? In miles, how far away is one light year? And I'll take an answer that's within a billion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this Man, is a, that is, this is a big number horseshoes we're rounded or, off yeah <laughs> rounded off in the billions all right what do you got jj first question if you are a i've got some difficult questions this morning if you are a haberdasher what do you do if you are a haberdasher what do you do and if you're looking for an alternative to profanity I think you just call somebody haberdasher with a you haberdasher you know, with your with angry eyebrows, you know, angry birds look on your face. You go, haberdasher. you haberdasher. Yes. Oh, what were you thinking? That's you got, a great. Got, that is got, a great insult. You got road rage. That's an yeah. alternative right there. You just uh, 
have somebody read your lips through the windows. Haberdasher. Uh, you know what <laughs> you I'm know saying? It's, uh, you don't know what they're saying, but it's a fighting word. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I told my kids, you know, we talk about AFA, AFR around the house. <laughs> and I said, every other um, supplement to the news, their name could be used as a swear word. You go, Sagar Magani. You know, and <laughs> yes. then there's about four that are just like well, Jen that. Jen a drink. Yeah. <laughs> happy hour. I don't, I'm not advocating for that. Right. I, mean, you right. Go in. I thought it was a Japanese restaurant. Yeah, well, it could be that, too. Oh, so first, go ahead. Go, first, first question, question is what If now? you are a haberdasher, what do you do? A little trivia, President Harry Truman. They called him the haberdasher because that's he did something previous to being president it was so, his political opponents called him no, why you no. haberdasher if you're a haberdasher what do you do for a living second question if reading in chronological order which book in the chronicles of narnia series should you read first oh that's so a if good you're going to go in order and you're reading the chronicles of narnia what's the first book you should read third question true or false Countdown music legend, Casey Kasem. How would he say it, Tim? I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> that's good. That's I mean, really that's good. That's real good. Number 10 on the countdown for ni- <laughs> on this April, 1974. If you are a if, uh, countdown music legend, Casey Kasem, was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo, is that true or false? Countdown music legend Casey Kasem was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? True or false? I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, you, you said, what was your haberdasher question now? If you are a haberdasher, what do you do for a living? Okay, I've got one. If you are a little dabadooya, what do you do for a living? <laughs> what kind of real cream are, are you using If you are a little dabadooya, what do you do for a living? Uh, all right, here are my three questions. What do you call... A phrase that combines two contradictory words, such as pretty ugly, jumbo shrimp, or unbiased opinion. What do you call a phrase that combines two contradictory words? That's and a number good two, it is good. Who, long before Columbus claimed the world was round, reasoning that if it were flat, all the stars would be visible from all points on its surface. This is a very uh, well-known person in world history. Okay, it's a common name. Uh, But uh, I want to know this person's name who, before Columbus even, claimed that the world was round. Does that make sense about the stars? That That makes a lot of sense. That old boy had a lot of common sense, and I bet he didn't go around wearing a mask. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The question did make sense, but I don't want you to ever make fun of my questions for being long. Oh, you think that that was was more lengthy or lengthier than my normal question? I'm good with it. I'm good with my question. Just don't shame you. Just. Try to. Even though I shamed you about the shakes. Okay. but. Listen, we've had all kind of animals, uh, groups of, that if you go to your back, go to your window, you know, out your kitchen, and you pull back the drapes, if you have drapes, or pull up the blinds, if you have blinds, and you look out there, and you call your wife over, and you say, honey, come here and look in our backyard. What is a group of foxes called? We got a group of foxes out here in our backyard. 
but you don't say that. You use the proper word. I want to know what a group of foxes are called, what a group of foxes. And and how close are they to the hen house? Right. That's important to note, too. Right. In high school, you called them cheerleaders, I think. (laughs) Uh, But but that's neither here nor there. It what? will be when you said see the, Allison for lunch. Said the boy, she was one. Said the boy okay. from the what, 70s, what, 80s. What is a group of uh, foxes called? That's what I want to know. A couple of to. American foxes. Let's go. Let's All right. go, Ed. Wild and crazy guys. Okay, Kansas. And Paul is on the line. Paul, welcome to Trivia Friday. Well, good morning, Dean Wildman, Professors Ed and JJ. So happy I, to be talking with you. Well, hey, thank you. Welcome, Paul. Paul. We appreciate yeah. those kind words. You want to ask, answer, or do both, sir? I am prepared to do both today. Okay. Which one do you want to try to answer? I'm going to pick your question, Professor Ed. The light year. How many miles? Okay. Right, here we go. So, Paul, in Who's miles, question to get how started? far away is one light year? I have 5.88 trillion miles for a light year. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. I would take, you know, rounding it up to 5.9 trillion miles. That doesn't even touch our national debt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. You got five, what do you say? 5.9 trillion miles. And, And Paul got it right. Yes. Okay, you times that times six, and there we are. At, at the with national, national debt. Yes. <laughs> with terms of dollars. So you can see we'll never get there from here. Yeah, it, it's uh, the uh, the light year is a good way of measuring our, our national debt. So the, that's the, uh, that obviously is the speed of light. How that's, far it travels in one year. So wow. when someone says, wow. you know, the nearest, you know, planet or star, blah, right. blah, blah, so blah, many light years. is, you know, 25 light years or 100 light years, you're multiplying that times almost 6 trillion miles. And what about your airline uh, support help person with those miles and said, I got an astronaut on here. He wants to redeem <laughs> his miles. I don't even know how to compute this. Yes. <laughs> All right. Great answer, Paul. Way to start us out, right. Paul. What's your question for us, brother? Well, I didn't hear the cowbell, so I guess I'm going to have to try again in uh, eight weeks. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> or you can just buy one, brother. That's, you know. that's the spirit, well, Paul. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> What's your well, question for us, Paul? I have a really, really trivial question for you. What is my middle name? Well, everybody knows no, that, that, Paul. That's... You made it too easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my actual question. What I really want to know is, uh, in terms of population, uh, what is the largest capital city in the United States, and what is the smallest capital city in the United States in terms of population? Okay. That is great that trivia. Is trivia. Yeah. All right, Paul, let us uh, talk amongst ourselves here for just mm-hmm. a minute. Go ahead. Okay? Um, the largest and the smallest capitals in terms of population. Um, so California. No, it's Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento is not going to be. be, be uh, all right, we, we need to give ourselves 60 seconds at the most yeah. here for this. Okay. What are some? Uh, of, what's, the, what's the capital in, in uh, Texas? Is it Austin? Be Austin. Austin. That's a, it's going to be a, a um, good size. This city. is a good question. Yeah, it this is. is a very good. New York. You know, you know what the smallest probably is? It's probably, probably Kentucky. Probably Kentucky. You think so? Smaller than Frankfurt? Frankfurt. What Frankfurt. is that, JJ? Was that third twenty thousand people? No, or it's so? going to be bigger than that. Yeah. Is it okay? So it might go with something like Vermont or somewhere, huh? Uh, at Montpelier. What is that, Montpelier? Montpelier. That might be a good one. Uh, okay, I'm going um, to say New York Albany. is going to be the largest. No, no, it's Albany. Oh, it it's Albany. Be the it's not yeah, New York it City. Be the, it wouldn't be the what largest. What about Florida? 
Tampa. Um, Tampa's I know Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Come on, fellas, you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, I am. I'm uh, a... uh, uh, did you not learn the state capitals when you I, were four like yeah, I did? Yes, I did. Okay. But I did it just to pass the test. Uh, I'm with Ed. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking around. I'm thinking around the country here, and I'm thinking Atlanta. Atlanta is going to have to be the largest. Oh, it's going to be oh, the largest. Wow. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Atlanta's. Atlanta, I'm going to go Atlanta, the largest. Kentucky. Wait. This, wait. What about South Dakota or North Dakota? Because the smallest. Six hundred thousand people in the entire state of. Uh, All right, we got to answer North Dakota. It. Okay. Atlanta is going to be the largest. I'm going uh, with Atlanta largest. I'm going to go with Montpelier. At Vermont, okay. for there's our answer. Mark, I'm going to go with North. What's the one in North Dakota? Uh, gosh, uh, I don't know. Pierre? I don't know. All right, I'm going with North Dakota. Paul, go. What's the answer? Okay. Well, someone mentioned Austin, Texas. That's number two. I mentioned number it. one is Phoenix, Arizona, with one million seven hundred thousand wow. people. Okay, Paul. And, uh, Paul. Paul, yes. excuse me for interrupting you here, and I'm not here to argue with you. Uh, I'm just saying. That you must be talking about a city proper, because Atlanta is larger than Phoenix. Well, I was going by population. That's what well, I'm going According by. Cows. I looked at today for 2020 census. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, is okay. the largest population, and Austin, number two. And just continuing in size, number three, Columbus, Ohio, number four, Indianapolis, and number five, Denver. All right, where's Atlanta on there? Atlanta's not on there anywhere? Uh, I, I didn't go past number five. Yeah. Denver, <laughs> I that's just went pretty one good. five largest. All right, what's size. the smallest? Smallest, you guys got it, Montpelier, or one of you anyway. You got it, you got the, it. I threw it out capital. there. But, yeah. uh, Pierre, South Dakota is the second smallest, Augusta, Maine, and then Frankfurt, Kentucky is the fourth smallest. So, no, Tim, you're on to something on Frankfurt. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Paul. Excellent. You have a great weekend. Excellent trivia question. Yeah, that was wonderful. And we've got to, I've got to do better on my capitals. Well, you know, I do too, but I I'm 62. <laughs> I'm 62, and if that's going on a list of things I need to accomplish before I die, it's going to be way down there. But you got to <sighs> do it, Tim. Yeah, don't stop improving. <laughs> All right. We go to Minnesota, and Jessica is on the line. Jessica, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, thou esteemed professors of Trivia Friday. <laughs> ah, wonderful, wow. Jessica. Jessica is 15 years old and using words like esteemed. I like it. <laughs> Jessica, ask, answer, or do both, dear? I will do both. Which one do you want to answer? Uh, the City of Light question. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, Jessica, what city is called the City of Light or City of Lights? Paris. Paris, France. Nice. All right. Nice. Wow. Way to go. Excellent. Excellent. I thought some of these questions would be hard, but our our students city are of on lights. the ball, man. Paris, Excellent. France. What you can find out on the internet. <laughs> so you look you you looked it up. Research. That's okay. We, we encourage it, that. don't we? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jessica, you live in Minnesota. Yes. You live in a little house? Um, not really. You live on the prairie? <laughs> she, <laughs> no. She may not even know what where you're going I with think that. She does. I actually do know where he's going with that. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Jessica, I love your laugh. <laughs> Jessica, yeah. do you, what's your question for us? Who was Thomas Jefferson's first lady? Who was Thomas Jefferson's first lady? Miss Jefferson. 
Miss, Mrs. Jefferson. Yeah, I know at one I'm point they were moving on up. Uh, but that's another, that's a whole other topic. Jefferson's. Uh, Thomas Jefferson's. Uh, uh, I should know this. Uh, I, was he, he was married, he was married, right? Yeah, I think he was. I, I think Benjamin Franklin wasn't, right? Franklin wasn't. Wasn't he kind of uh, a ladies' man or something? I, you know what? If you one of the presidents, there, uh, it was his niece because he was unmarried. But this, that's not if Thomas go Jefferson. With the, if you'll go with us, if you either go with a Mary <laughs> or a Sarah, you got a good shot. You got a good from shot. that era. Go okay. from an older name, Elizabeth. That, that was a wrap beginning yes. right there. Go with the yeah. I'm gonna go with Mary. I like Mary. Mary Jessica. Dolly Madison. Dolly Madison was Thomas Jefferson's wife. Man, you think of the calories yep. that they in the White House with <laughs> all that when they started that all like, those all those cake cupcakes and yeah, started all those wait, cupcakes. Wait a, wait a minute, are, are you saying Dolly Madison? I thought that was, was married to Thomas Jefferson. No, she was not married to him. Jefferson was a widower. So Dolly Madison acted as um, Uh, the first lady. So James Madison's wife? Oh, okay. Okay. I got got you. That is some interesting trivia right there. Yeah, he was a widower. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I just don't remember reading much about his wife or hearing much about Thomas Jefferson's wife, so maybe she passed, you know. She must have before he got elected. Yeah. Hey, Uh, that's some great great work, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Have a wonderful weekend. That's Jessica from Minnesota. We go next to Buddy in Mississippi. How you doing, brother Buddy? Buddy, you there? Hello. Yes. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm fine, sir. How are you? Grace and fellowship uh, with each other this morning. Amen. And I'm a I'm a first time caller. Where do you up here in North Mississippi? Okay. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks for calling, uh, buddy. You want to ask, answer, or both? Well, I'll try to answer first and then ask you a difficult question. If you can answer that question that I gave you, well, you will be blessed. I tell you that it's a hard one for me that till I found out. Okay, uh, which which one do you want to answer? With the haberdasher. With here's the question, buddy. Buddy, here's the question. Let me ask it again. If you are a haberdasher, what do you do for a living? I would say a haberdasher has something to do with clothing. Would he be a tailor? I'm going to give it to you. A haberdasher owns or works in a men's clothing store. Oh. They sell suits and ties, and that's what Harry Truman yeah. did before he became president. And there around the White House, they'd call him the haberdasher. haberdasher. Now, in, uh, in, wow. in Britain. I know he was a... He was a Baptist and a cursing one at that. Well, in, a, in Missouri, in Britain, uh, haberdasher deals in small items used in sewing, uh, oh, needles, okay. threads. In Britain, they call that a haberdasher. In the U.S., a haberdasher, you know, years ago, is if you owned a men's clothing store or sold suits and ties and everything. That's you what you were called. You ever hit your thumb with a hammer? <laughs> you'll, you'll, you let out a, you'll let out haberdasher. a haberdasher. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sagar Magani, yeah. if you if you stub your toe on a piece, of, or you hit your shin on some furniture oh, in the middle man. of the night, mm, well, uh, or step on a right, toy buddy, soldier. Go. Go what's your, your question. T- what's your difficult question for us, buddy? 
country in the entire Eastern Hemisphere or would be a storehouse for many, many nations. I would say over 360 nations, a storehouse of seed in case of a worldwide disaster, such as many, uh, um, uh, well, uh, we'll say earthquakes and uh, famines uh, and things. Hey, buddy, are we talking current? Are we talking currently? Or are you talking about Joseph in Joseph's Nash, day in uh, Egypt? In the past, Egypt. Way in the past, Joseph in Egypt with the storehouse. Well, uh, this would be recent. Uh, I, I, I'm. Uh, I'm talking about a worldwide disaster. Hey, okay. there's the music, so you're going to have to tell us quickly, buddy. What's yep. the answer? All right. The answer is Norway. 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 Right. So they store yes. seeds in Norway. Buddy, we're going to have to let you go because that's... a huge cave up in the, in the, in, in, in the uh, northern part of Norway. Okay. That is well, interesting. Thank, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. we got a break coming up here, so... Thank you, yeah, buddy. I, I never heard that before, buddy. No, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, so nowhere to go get our seeds. If, yeah. Right. By the we have a worldwide happens. famine. By the time they thaw out, <laughs> put those in the garden. On the next Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. You can send us an email at comments at AFR.net. I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, when I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all. If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues, and you can also access the stories that we talk about. Don't miss the next Today's Issues, weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central, on American Family Radio. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. Are you looking for a university that provides a quality Christian education with excellent academic and athletic programs? Well, I want to invite you to visit Liberty University, where they offer multiple visiting opportunities to fit your schedule. Plan a visit to their Central Virginia campus and stay for an afternoon, a day, or an entire weekend. You can also take a virtual tour from the comfort of your own home. Plan your visit today by texting "Go Visit" to the number 49596. Again, that's "Go Visit" to the number 49596. For the past 30 years, thousands of veterans have rolled into Washington, D.C. on Memorial Day, a motorcycle ride to honor our fallen military heroes. Republican and Democrat administrations have signed off on permits to allow Rolling Thunder to ride through the streets of our nation's capital, but not this year. 
not under the Biden administration. The Pentagon revoked AMBET's permit, citing concerns about the China virus. Florida Congressman Brian Mast is among those stunned by the news. Congressman Mast, a wounded warrior, an Army veteran who lost both his legs while serving in Afghanistan. He summed up the decision by pointing out that in Joe Biden's America, it's easier to cross the border illegally than it is to get a permit to pay our respects to fallen heroes. President Biden should intervene and immediately reverse the Pentagon's order. It's the right thing to do, but he probably thinks rolling thunder is a springtime weather anomaly. I'm Todd Starnes. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. American Family Radio. All right. One of the great intellectual challenging <laughs> programs of the 20th century right there. Scooby-Doo. I wonder, who, row. I wonder who was hired to do, oh, you know, or whatever he does there. Scooby-Doo. Well, we have a question on the on the board about that. Who, oh, oh, who does? The I'm voice talking about, of, n- not the voice of, I'm talking about just the Scooby-Doo. Uh, oh, you know, just the home? Yeah, the oh. classic line. Hey, um, just to follow up on our last caller real quick, uh, you found out uh, you, a little more information about our, this, in case we all run out of seeds? Uh, yeah. Or, or is I, the worldwide famine? I, I, I got rid of it. Uh, I did search for it, but... Uh, our caller buddy from Northeast Mississippi was yeah. spot on. Uh, there is between uh, Norway and the North Pole, there is a uh, seed vault that where they store, I guess, the seeds. Apparently, if there was some kind of cataclysm, a nuclear war or whatever, and humanity had to start all over, they would have these seeds to uh, begin the process of sowing again. Wait a minute. You said between... Uh where and where? Between Norway and, and the North, North Pole. Pole. So obviously there's in Atlanta, elves involved. In Atlanta, you got a triangle there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, sure. obviously there's elves involved in this. <laughs> That's right. Elves. All right, so just real quickly, I uh, I came close to uh, I came close to denouncing our earlier caller from from uh, he from, had the from, gauntlet from in Kansas. his hand. He was yeah. about to throw it down. And I didn't mean to sound rude or disagreeable, but he had said, what's the largest capital population-wise in the U.S.? Yes. And he said, I said Atlanta, or we did, and he said, no, Phoenix is the correct answer. Uh, that is correct in the sense that the metro area, I mean, the uh, city proper, Phoenix has 1.7 people inside their city, city limits, limits, not including Scottsdale and the whole right. area, and Atlanta has only got five hundred twenty-three thousand people in the uh, city proper. Now Atlanta is larger than Phoenix, probably about twice in in terms of metro old, metro Atlanta. population. So just to clarify, there you can include um, all the close bedroom close bedroom communities that just 
You know, you don't know when you're leaving one and entering the other. Uh, Six million people live in Atlanta now. Wow. In the the greater Atlanta area, I should say. All right. That's uh, a lot of Braves fans. (laughs) (laughs) Trivia Friday it is on American Family Radio. Let's repeat our questions that have. Here to four. Here to four going unanswered. Gentlemen. All right. I'm going to have to add two because I've had two answered already. So here's my uh, one of my original questions. In 1518, hundreds of people in a city of France danced for days without being able to stop in what was called the dancing plague. Is that true? Otherwise known or as false? a drunken stupor. <laughs> or. Uh, what was the uh, uh, disco or, or disco fever? <laughs> the dancing plague. So see what Be- I did there? So I see what you did. So the disco Bee Gees fever. performed? Disco fever, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll add a couple questions. What do the letters stand for in the abbreviation USDA? What do the letters stand for in the abbreviation USDA? And which European capital was built across 14, yes, I said 14, islands? What European capital was built across 14 islands? Not Phoenix or Atlanta. By no, the way. neither one of those. Rule those out. Right. You think the, pe- Peeler. the person that came up with the word abbreviated, you think that was a little bit of a prank involved? <laughs> <laughs> abbreviate, make it as yeah, long as make, possible. Make that such a long word. Hey, here's what I've got. First question. If reading in chronological order, which book in the Chronicles of Narnia should you read first? That's a really good question. So the Chronicles of Narnia series, if you're reading it in order, which book should you read first? Second question, true or false? Countdown music legend Casey Kasem. How's he say Casey Kasem. (laughs) (laughs) Countdown music legend Casey Kasem was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Is that true or false? Then I'll add one. What is the only New England state with no Atlantic coastline? In a love letter that comes from Montpelier. <laughs> <laughs> Montpelier, Vermont. Uh, Debbie says <laughs> she misses you. <laughs> somebody watched that show a lot. Hey, that's, somebody that's, was listening to his transistor radio. It's called American Top 40 on the radio he back was, in the 80s. He was not, listening to his Trans, transistor radio. Uh, what is the only New England state with no Atlantic coastline? That's, that was news to me. I just assumed they all um, were on the coast, but one is not. Yeah, that one I know. This yeah. Boston boy, he knows the answer yeah. to that one. All right, Tim. All right, what do you call a uh, – what What do we as, – as, as human a, beings. As a human family. What do we call a phrase that combines two contradictory words? Examples, pretty ugly. Jumbo shrimp, or unbiased opinion. What do you call uh, that fr- that kind of a phrase? Number two, who? I said who? Long before Columbus claimed the world was round. I shouldn't have paused right there. Who long before Columbus claimed the world was round, reasoning that if we were, if it were flat, all the stars would be visible from all points. On its surface. Uh, so this is a very well-known person in world history. He's the first person that it's attributed to that claimed the world was round. I guess until that point, the people that were, quote, following the science, in quote, <laughs> uh, thought the world was flat, right? Uh-huh. Um, I think the uh, 
the let's probably, see. They probably the, uh, unmasked. The scientist, the well-known scientist back then who claimed the world was flat because he was following the science was a Alfred Fauci. Alfredo. I don't know if he's related. <laughs> Alfred, you don't know Fauci. if he's a, related to Lord Fauci that gives us all the. Okay, now that you've had your vaccine, uh, wear two masks. No, no, wear three masks. Make sure you do that outdoors. That makes sense. Maybe, possibly, perhaps. Okay, uh, what is a group of foxes called? What is a group? A group of foxes. Called? And what does the fox say? Ding, 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 ding. ding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Back to the phones, Ed. All right, let's go to Texas. What do you guys say? Let's go talk to Cassie. Cassie, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi there. How are you? Doing hey. great. Hey, Cassie, thanks for calling. Awesome. Where do you live? I live in uh, Garland, Texas, just north, just right outside of Dallas. It's actually Dallas County. Gotcha. Um, by McKinney? Yep. yep. By McKinney and Plano uh, yeah, in that well, area? Actually, no. Well, well, 15 minutes south of Plano, gotcha. 15, 20 minutes south. We're really kind of just Dallas, I would say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, yeah. go ahead. Ask, Dallas, answer, or yeah. both? I do both. Which one you want to answer? Uh, well, they took two of them, so I'm going to have to guess now. Um, I guess I'll go with the Scooby-Doo. It's just going to be a random guess. That's though. all right. You got a 50-50 <laughs> yeah. yeah. shot, Cassie. I Here's, picking it. Here's the question. <laughs> Yeah. Countdown music legend Casey Kasem. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> Countdown music legend Casey Kasem was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby Doo. Where are you? Is that true or false, Cassie? Well, I grew up watching that show, so I should know, but I'm going to say true. Cassie, it's one hundred percent true. Yep. Really? Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that something? Oh, Shaggy. Okay. Shaggy. Yeah. I was thinking it was the Shaggy. voice of Scooby Doo. Yeah, no, no, Shaggy. No, Shaggy. But now, what did Shaggy On say? Because I wasn't a real big fan of the show. Was Shaggy the long haired, really the main character, he was the, hippie, the guy wasn't that had the wasn't dog? He, wasn't he the hippie with the. Yeah. Wonder what are what, like some of his lines? Because I, I can't don't know, really... but he was the one who was. He and Scooby Doo were always hugging when they got afraid. Remember? Well, Scooby I guess would he jump did... in his. I guess he did have a little bit of a high-pitched voice, uh, and he would get pretty uh, panicked and loves, yeah. you know, the ghost would always I, pop out I, no matter what episode. I switched over to the inch-high private eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the kind of decisions we all have to make in life. Especially you, you when you're seven. You choose your path. And you're there yeah. on Saturday morning, you got to go Scooby-Doo or inch-high inch high private, private eye. eye. That's right. <laughs> Cassie. Variable. <Yep>. Good, <laughs> good guess. Oh, What's your question for us? Well, it's an Andy Griffith question, and um, what was the, whatever you call Ampy, she's a housemaid, whatever she is there. Who played, who was that to Opie before Aunt B? Who had that role? Oh, that's a good question. As, oh. as, as what, the maid? Oh, or the nanny? Or yeah, yeah, I don't know if she's a nanny, yeah, whatever you might call it, her. It was nursemaid uh, or yeah. whatever. It was Rose. Oh my gosh! It is Rose. Yeah, I know that. Ed, way to go, Andy Griffith trivia. One, the first episode, first episode. Wow, yeah, that's the only episode. Yeah, it's the only episode she's in. Mm -hmm. And you remembered that? I did. That's pretty impressive. Well, we watched Andy Griffith. It may be sad and pathetic. I don't know, but (laughs) hey, Cassie, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening to AFR. Thank, thank you, Cassie. That was a good question there. 
Yeah, good. So that was the first episode of the Andy Griffith show. Yes, and she and Rose was that like housekeeper and and I think might have been related. I don't remember, but anyway, she was leaving and Aunt B was coming to help Andy raise. Did she get killed off? Her character, Rose. No, she got married. I think I remember this, Rosie. Wasn't she a robot? (laughs) <laughs> or is that something different yeah that's the jetsons i think <laughs> jetsons meet, meet the jetsons. that's a good that's a, that was a great show i was at the flintstones that's the flintstones. oh no, wait yeah. no, we are blurring our yes our, yeah, our time uh, they came on i think they were like uh, one or two uh, on friday jetsons. night no, our historical cartoons yeah. we're blurring them jetsons is uh, I, I could probably the hum the. No, right? no, no. <laughs> no I've got the Flintstones. You got all the Flintstones tuned, but I can hear those little things going. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We need this. There's a really good build up there. Oh yeah. Here it goes. I don't think there were any words. Too. You're ready for it. There it is, big band. There's little uh, spaceships yeah. <laughs> zipping through there. There, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Right there. Rosie Op- Opie's first nanny. His <laughs> boy, Elroy. Yeah. Uh, JJ, we're getting older when we start singing the Flintstones. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna we, get I'm gonna download this song for my iPod. This is for your ringtone. This is, when yeah, when this you start singing the Jetsons rocking. to the tune of the Flintstones, right. <laughs> you might, might want to get something checked. I'm not sure what. <laughs> All right. By the way, let me just say, if Cassie's still listening, uh I wasn't talking about her being pathetic. I was talking about the fact that I can remember those kinds of little details that that might be sad. I don't think any offense was taken. Okay, good. I don't want you to feel offended, Cassie. People picture that coming out and they got the bat and the ball. Eddie, come on out and let's play ball. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm watching Andy. I'm watching uh, Mayberry. I'm not going outside in the summer and playing ball. I never, I never watched Andy Griffith until I got older. I was married before I ever watched Andy Griffith. What's they say about just marriage? <laughs> they would come on in the afternoon. Oh, what I, no, I, I was always outside. I, I wasn't allowed to watch TV in the afternoon. Uh, but I watched Batman at night, I'll tell you that. All right, we go to Texas. <laughs> I think we're starting to bore people. Yes. <laughs> I really do, guys. I, I got a sense in my spirit. I got, a, I got a check in my spirit. All right, Sarah is, Sarah's on the line. Sarah, ba- bail us out, please. Good. Welcome Hi. to Trivia Friday, Sarah. He's asleep. Hi. It's hey, nice to Sa- talk to you guys. Hi, Sarah. Where are you calling from? Texas. Okay. Well, that narrows it down. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm calling from uh, Tyler, Texas. Tyler. You know, okay. No, I. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. It's- uh, Tyler. Now, is that where <laughs> I went to the, to that big balloon festival y'all have every year? Your Tyler. I don't know if that's us. Uh, Longview. Longview. Never mind. It's in Longview. Tyler has, you have a bunch of like roses, don't you? Don't you have like. Yeah, we have a rose garden and a rose queen. Yeah. And who is probably the most famous person to ever come from Tyler, Texas? Uh, John Tyler. Keith, Keith Green. I, do. I think it's Earl Campbell. Oh, oh Keith Green. Oh. Wait, uh, I do know Keith. Famous. There's a lot of famous people. Yes, yeah, there are. are. There really I, are. I, I guess I was talking about famous football <laughs> yeah. player. 
You know, I should have uh, narrowed it uh, down. I was amazed how many ministries are in Tyler. It's yeah. almost like the Tulsa or the Nashville in terms of ministries because you had a mm. R.W. Shambach, his was ministry really? in his college, Tyler, Texas. That was a great had, song, too. Yes. You had <laughs> Keith, Keith Green, Last Day's Ministries. Shambach, Keith and, <laughs> Keith and Melanie you, Green. <laughs> You got Dallas Home and Praise, uh-huh. Dallas Home from Tyler, wow. Texas, so they're all right there. Wow. I'm on the road to Shambakla. You remember that song? I missed that one. Yeah. I was watching Andy Griffith. All right. Yeah. All right, we're Sarah. Not, we're not boring people now. Sarah, Sarah <laughs> ask answer. Um, I'm going to do both. Which one do you want to answer? Uh, the Narnia Chronological Order. Oh, great. If reading in chronological order, which book in the Chronicles of Narnia series should you read first, Sarah? The Magician's Nephew. Nicely done. The Magician's yeah. wow. what? The I, Nephew. I, know this. I gotta be honest, I only know this because my aunt bought us the Focus on the Family audios, so that's how the audio dramas have you listen to them. Oh. It starts with The Magician's Nephew. Oh, so wonderful. That's what I know. Well, good for your aunt for investing yeah. in you guys and and wanting you to have that good. Uh, what a what a great uh, blessing there. The magician's nephew. I'd never even heard of that. I'd heard of the the witch in the wardrobe. Some of the ones that yeah. are pretty familiar. But Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah, good way to go. What's your uh, question for us, Sarah? Okay, my question is: What is unique about Paris, Texas, or, or what's like special about it. It has something that it's famously known for. Guys, I'm going to say there's a replica of the of the Eiffel Tower, but I'm totally guessing. In Paris, te- Texas? Yeah, why wouldn't they? They're missing a good chance. Manhattan, yeah. Kansas, they're called the Little Apple, so well, they were able to piggyback on uh And then they have it. I, th- I think you York. may be right because uh, Paris, Texas, every year has a, uh, you know, like a lot of people will have this kind of uh, – Festivals. celebration or festival and they have one where uh men walk down the street with their arms up surrendering that's kind of like a french oh, thing oh, that kind oh, of a... that's that's mm. that <laughs> and, was and, tacky. and the and Inspector just Duke crusoe would not be happy with you right now <laughs> uh, sarah what's the sarah, answer what's the answer um they have a red cowboy hat on top of their eiffel tower it also has a little feather coming off of the red cowboy hat so, oh, that's so they, cool. Wait, they do have an Eiffel Tower? Good guess, JJ. Yeah, and every night they light it up in rainbow colors, and they have the red cowboy hat on top, and it has a feather. Every and they night? Have a one. Wow. Yeah, it's, how, how, tall it? the how, how tall is it? How tall is it? I'd say it's probably about 50 feet tall. I mean, okay. it's not super tall. But no, that's it's a pretty good replica. Yeah. 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 All right. I was born there, so that's the only reason I know. Oh, that's pretty and cool. And I wasn't even raised there. Wonderful. I love Towers because of that. Sarah, so, thank yeah. you for listening to AFR. You have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Hey, I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a replica of the Eiffel Tower with a red cowboy hat on top <laughs> in Paris, Texas. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, back to the phones, Ed. All right, we're hey, we're going back to Texas, and Linda, Linda's on the line. Linda that narrows it down. Welcome to Trivia Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the Good all-time morning. great comebacks, by the way. Hi, Linda. Hi. 
Hey, Linda, where are you calling from? Yeah, where are you calling from in Texas? Tyler. Oh, serious? Wow. Yeah, Do you know it. Sarah? <laughs> no, I don't. Not actually. I'm. I actually live on Lake Palestine, but uh, it's Tyler area. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Did, did you know? Uh, did you know Keith Green or Dallas Home or any of those other people there in Tyler? Tyler. No, but I did know R. W. Shambach. However, his uh, ministry isn't really going too much anymore since. He passed away. It pretty much shut down. I I was listening to him many years ago. It was, yeah, it it was right on the lake, a beautiful campsite there. Um, but it went to his daughter, and I think she kind of let it go. I don't know. No. Okay. Well, but Linda, anyway, you want to you want to ask know about him? Do you want to ask, answer, or do both? Well, I'm going to answer, and then I'm going to ask one. Okay, which question you want to answer? Uh, about the two-word phrase. Yes, the question is, what do you call a phrase that combines two contradictory words, such as pretty ugly, jumbo shrimp, or unbiased opinion? Informed voter. There's <laughs> a lot of those kinds of words. What do you what do you call that, uh, Linda? That was good. Well, to this, that last one, this would really, really fight. <laughs> an oxymoron. An oxymoron. Yes. Oh, yes. Nicely done. A mystery question has oh, wow. been answered. Wow, that's yeah. wonderful. That means you win a that brand is. new car. Not uh, really. No, just, just, that's open. Just, just a that's T-shirt, Linda. <laughs> hey, that. But that is a. That is. You got it right. Uh, the, 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 it's called an oxymoron, uh, such as yeah. jumbo shrimp. One of my friends was an oxymoron. Yeah, really? Man, that guy, he, <laughs> he did all kinds of stupid stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, I used that in a sentence this morning. Our twins are playing organized sports. <laughs> so organized sports for five- and six-year-olds, year I'm going to call that right, an oxymoron. That's an oxymoron. There you go. <laughs> Well, but, hey, Linda, we, we congratulations. got your T-shirt on the way. We, you need to hold Wonderful. on. You need to hold on um, okay. after we get through. After you get through as, asking us, and uh, Cindy will okay. get your address and get these shirt in the mail. I will do that. Or send it USDA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your question well, for us, Linda? That one too. <laughs> well, no, don't don't do that. I'm running out of questions. <laughs> what's your question for us, Linda? Well, I'm going to play off of Sarah, too. Uh, what else is Paris, Texas known for? We're doing a deep dive into yes. Paris, well, Texas. Well, we're helping them out. i tell you, ever since you guys got hired by the Chamber of Commerce, you and Sarah, <laughs> y'all are giving them their money's worth. That's right. <laughs> uh, Eiffel Tower with a red hat on the top. Let's it's see, Paris. known for there's, more than that? Yeah, there's got to be, oh, uh, be some mimes around you there a, somewhere. Uh, you got a, uh, like a photocopy of the Mona Lisa. Right there. Is that right? No, I really wouldn't know about that. And I wouldn't say it was actually known for, but everybody knows what it is. Everybody in Paris, Texas, you mean, or everybody, well, everybody like us, too? The nation knows what. Where Jimmy Hoffa what was buried. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what's buried under it? All right, Linda. From- All right, Linda, you got our. We're. we're we're sitting here with bated breath. All ears. No, I brushed my teeth yeah. this morning. What's the answer? 
Campbell's Soup has a huge plant there. Oh, really? Campbell's Soup? Now, is it the headquarters yeah. of Campbell's Soup? Now, that I don't know, but my cousin used to work there. Um, so, uh, so, Linda, are you telling me that the know. whole nation knows that there's a factory in Paris, Texas? No, look, that makes big no, factory. I said they know of the thing that comes there. Oh, That's okay. Right. Yeah, right. that, that information was mm-mm good. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. Mm-mm good, yes. It, hey. that, was, that was a chunky question. Yeah, uh, Linda, <laughs> stay on the line so they can get your shirt size and address. And here's what I'm going to leave you with. R.W. Shambach, the tent uh, crusade guy, the radio program, he would end his program and he'd say, you don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. Oh, that's a good good imitation of his voice, every time. Yeah. You remember that, Linda? With that big finger pointing at you. Right, right. <laughs> hey, stay on the line. Congratulations on winning the Learning University T-shirt, and you're you're delightful. You've got a great sense of humor. We love your laugh. Thank you for listening to AFR. You remember what Oral Roberts used to say? Do you watch him at all? Uh, yeah, I'm yep. going to die if you don't send more money. God's going <laughs> to kill me. Oh, wait, that was a different no, phrase. No, 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 no. <laughs> That was a, that was not a good chapter right there. <laughs> I, I, I'll grant you that, but uh, we used to watch him when I was a kid. He was Roberts. something about your best life. No, now, no, no. He he would say something good. Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. It's gonna happen to you today. And I'm gonna throw a couple in there that that we all watched. If you're a baby boomer, Oral Roberts, Rex Humbard. Yeah. Rex Humbard. There's a name you hadn't heard in a while, and it seems like there was one more. The Florida more. boys. Well, the Florida boys on Sunday uh, morning, singing. uh, sing from Cypress Gardens. Uh, but you had a, I guess Billy Graham is in there in that same. But yeah, Rex Humbard and and I Oral try to Robert. wear my you, hair like hey. uh, Rex Rex Humbard every day. Yeah, the, those those shows were. I don't. I, I guess they were national shows. I don't know. My dad you know. would. We weren't Christians growing up, but my dad, when uh, Billy Graham Crusades would come on, yeah, television, he like Friday, he, we, we'd watch them. Yeah. Well. They were avant-garde, using television yeah. to reach right, let me, the masses. We get back, back to the then. break. I want to tell you something about that. Okay. Uh, uh, seriously, a, a good, a good thing. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a short time out right here for news. We're going to come back, reset our questions, then we're going to go to the great state of Michigan, where Joyce is on the phone, and she'll be first out of the out of the gate when we get back from this short time out. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.